It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Jazz for the 1st of November. Joe Johnson out evaluated in two weeks what's the impact on the jazz plus an interesting matchup with the portland trailblazers it's all coming up on today's edition of locked on jazz pow how are you i'm david Locke, radio voice of the utah jazz jazz nba insider today's show is available to you on android itunes google on your Alexa, on your Google Home. Thanks so much for tuning in. Greatly appreciate it. Today's show is brought to you by my friends over at the store, over at 6200 South right on 20th East. It's getting to be November. It's November. That's Thanksgiving time. Start getting the planning in. They're going to help you out. I'll give you a bunch of information on that uh, as the show goes on. I hope you're doing great. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I got, uh, if it, you're, any of you are, haven't heard from anyone that's having any problems getting the show, there are people that are wondering what's happened to our play-by-play feed, and that we actually need to get back up and running. So that's, that's on us, um, and need to get that rectified for you. Uh, we had actually a memory or a storage issue. It turned out to be a little bit uh, more storage space than we thought. So um, I'm sure we'll get this game up tonight. And then hope we may switch uh, to a place where we can can have a little bit more storage every month. So um, that's that's the backstory there, um, if that makes any sense. So anyway, uh, Jazz Portland tonight tickets are available to come see Dame. Good game, bunch of good games coming up. I'd strongly suggest getting tickets. Uh, if you haven't been out to the new the arena redo, but Toronto, I love Toronto. I watch Toronto play Portland. I'll, I'll talk about that one in a little bit. Uh, and then Philly, Ben Simmons on Tuesday, Miami and Brooklyn for weekend games after that. And then uh, the loaded Miami team or Minnesota team after that. So lots of really good opportunities to get out to the arena and uh, join us. Did you see the Lakers, by the way, last night? Blew out the Pistons, 113-93. And did you see Phoenix went into Brooklyn and won again? There's weird stuff going on in this league right now. I think we're playing for first place tonight, right? The winner tonight is in first place in division. You know, nobody actually looks at division anymore, which is a travesty. But Minnesota's four and three, Utah's four and three, Portland's four and three, Oklahoma City's four and three, Denver's three and four. It's kind of pretty even, Stephen, right now. Golden State's five and three, Clippers are four and two, Rockets are five and three, Memphis is five and two, San Antonio's four and three. This is your parody. I don't think it lasts, but this is your parody you wanted in this league right now. On the other side, it's there too. Nobody's better than five and two to start. Shortened training camp. I don't know what it is, but it's it's different uh, to, to see what's going. On. Boston and Orlando have the best records in the East. Memphis has the best record in the West. What? Doesn't make any sense. All right. So Joe Johnson is out. Uh, right wrist instability. He'd been way off. Uh, didn't. Didn't look great out there. I thought it was just early training camp. Evidently, it had to do with an injury. Impact on the Jazz is that Jarebko steps in. Uh, I The the thing that, that you lose here is the ability to just go give Joe Johnson the ball and go get, him a, go get you a bucket. 
You know, Joe Johnson is our security blanket. He's our binky or whatever you want to call it. Uh, he's our guy that when you, when you need to, you can just toss him the ball and have him go get it and go get you two, or at least to some level. So you lose that. Rodney has to pick that up. Donovan, I guess you're doing it for more on the outside. You're not going to – maybe we're going to faves in the post a little bit. That, that's going to be hard to replicate. Otherwise, I think Jarebko is going to be all right. Uh, he is not he, – he, he did not have a great camp. Uh, and trying to figure out this system and figure out how to play with it, uh, you, it would have seemed reasonable that the transition from Boston to Utah would have been an easier one for the 30-year-old veteran. It just didn't seem to be. He didn't have a great camp. He got beat out, really, for minutes by Epe Udo. Uh, and that's where this is actually going to be okay is because with Udo, the Jazz now have – Jarebko became the fifth pick, and now he's the fourth pick. His three-point shooting is pretty good. Last year, he took the most amount he's ever taken. He took about 50% of his shots from three, and he shot 35%, which is average. The year before, he shot 39.8. The year before that, he shot 41%. Or actually, 39%. The year before that, he shot 42%. As he's increased his numbers of takes... The percentage has dipped a little bit. 35 is good. So that will be curious to see what his impact is. He's not a great rebounder, but nor is Joe Johnson. And the key here is the emergence of of Epe Udo allows the Jazz to have been playing favors almost exclusively at the four. Udo's backing up Gobert. Jarebko now just backs up favors. When the year started, I think we, we didn't know that Udo was going to be able to play this amount of minutes and have this kind of impact and, and, be, and be this positive a force on the floor. And so you thought Jarebko and Johnson, Joe, were going to fit out, fill out those power forward minutes while Favors slid over to center. That, that has not turned out to be the case. Jarebko's rebounding, defensive rebounding rates, but about 19% the last few years. So... He's, he's fair. He's not averse to it. He's, when he puts the ball on the floor and drives. He's a little turnover prone. He's a good shooter, though. And that, I think, he'll actually spread the floor. Good passer. He'll spread the floor a bit more than maybe some of the other Jazz players. Uh, looking at the, the playing pair numbers uh, tells you how it should, why it should be all right. If you look at our big playing pair numbers, and we'll look at that, and then we'll we'll move to getting you ready for Portland tonight. Uh, so Favors and Gobert have played together for 146 minutes. They are offensively a 99.2, which is not great, and defensively they're a 92.4, which is incredible. So they come out. You have to kind of just swallow the defense and say, okay, we'll take the plus 6.8. Derek Favors and Udo, which has been Favors playing with Udo, Udo, sorry, Udo is the backup center, have played 46 minutes together. Their offensive rating is a 126.5. Their defensive rating is a 110. So very weird uh, because it works offensively 
which doesn't make any sense. And defensively, it's not very good, which makes even less sense. There's some unnatural shooting going on in this grouping. They're shooting 66% effective field goal percentage. Two good pick setters, though. Rudy and Joe Johnson, which has been 85 minutes, so that's really been our second pairing, has not worked yet this year. The offense was an 86.7 when the defense was a 104.4, so that was minus 17.7. Remember on these offensive ratings, league average is about 106.5. Anything over 110 is great. Anything under 100 is is terrible if you're talking offense. So with Joe Johnson on the floor, it was an 86.7 and a 104.4. 86 is the offense. Defense was not great. The final pairing we've played this year has been Joe Johnson and Udo. Udo playing the center. Joe And that grouping has played 49 minutes together. That's been... Pretty good. The offense, not great. 99.2. The defense, 90.3 for a plus nine. So the only group that hasn't worked has been our second most common group, which is Joe Johnson and Rudy Gobert. That will now be Jonas Jerebko and Rudy Gobert. Be cur- no, those are all small sample sizes with a lot of noise and other involvement in them. Uh, so I'm not sure that there's a lot to be said, but for the, the Joe Johnson that has played the first part of this season where he, the rhythm of his game seems to have been disturbed by the early training camp, I wouldn't, I'm not sure there's that big a negative impact. What will be interesting to see is whether we see Favors slide back to the five at all, whether Udo has completely earned all those minutes. And it, for the time being, that doesn't seem to be the case because without Joe Johnson, you're short at that position. Uh, I don't know if we ever go small and play Royce O'Neal and then slide Joe Ingles or Tabo to the four. That would be the other the other choice. Uh, when I uh, got a f- fun phone call uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, it was this guy Jeff, and and I, I'm, I take the call, and he starts telling me about his his store, and I, I'm like, oh, I've heard about this from Scotty and Hands, and 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 then he's telling me more about. It. All of a sudden, I was wait a sec. It's where I used to shop. Like when I lived here the first time, I lived up the top of Big Cottonwood Canyon, like the top, 11 miles up. So I did all my shopping at the store. But at the time, I actually wasn't old enough or, or understood what a great place it is. Now when I go back in there, it all rings a bell. But what I remember is the incredible mudslide cookies. If, and they're at 6200 South and 20th East uh, is the easiest way. It's the store. Uh, the Cottonwood Ace is right on the other side of them. They've got the Traeger set up. That's uh, theirs as well. They got the green egg also, uh, another a great place, but the, the store has got this great feel to it because it's your local neighborhood store with a personalized feel to it, whether it's the tortilla chips that, uh, Jeff saw at her, took at a wedding. So we found out who made them. So then she started producing them, whether it's the unbelievable cake to floors that are up front. Uh, it gives you that feel that there's something special going on. Uh, they just added cold brew and kombucha and all sorts of other, uh, fun, Make your own peanut butters there as well. It's November, and Thanksgiving is here. So uh, Thanksgiving, got to make sure you do it right. Destel Farms is a great company in sustainable environment, vegetarian-fed, slow-grown birds. That's who is supplying all of the birds, the turkeys, to uh, the store this year. So get there. Also, homemade, fresh, local pies. Uh, The pies are amazing. Amazing. Company called Urban Farm and Feed. 
local company, supplies them to the store. Uh, they're passionate about preserving uh, their farming in the midst of uh, this urban boom. And you can check out – you actually, they're a really cool company. If you want their websites available at urbanfarmandfeed.com. But that's another local company getting their uh, – you can get their products at the store. So for your turkey or your pies or whatever you want, uh, make sure you go to the store. 6200 South, 20th East, if you're looking – uh, for some Ace hard- Hardware items, that's right around the corner. Uh, part of their pro- part of their stores, actually, it's kind of you, you can connect it in the backside, but you, you can't go that way. That's just the back secret way that they show me. Um, yeah, I'm special. I can go through the back sliding doors. Wow, I'm so cool. Anyway, it's the store at 6200 South 20th East. Stop by. Tell them Lock sent you. We'll we'll come up with a special Lock item of the week or something like that coming up. But right now, it would be the mudslide cookie. I'm telling you, that is the best cookie in town. Go try it and doubt me on it. There's no way. Life is complicated, especially right now. You're spending more time inside, unable to go to restaurants, and that means you're cooking dinner. But if you're like me, I hate cooking. Multiple trips to the grocery store, hours of monotonous meal prep just so you can scarf down your food in minutes. So when it's dinner time, I grab my phone, open up an app, and order something. But after convenience fees, delivery fees, and who knows whatever other fees, it ends up being close to $100 for two people. But then I met Freshly. Just put up your feet and relax while Freshly chefs and nutritionists do all the hard work. All you do is heat for three minutes and dinner's done. Imagine a better for you golden oven fried chicken, steak peppercorn with sauteed carrots and French green beans, and my personal favorite, buffalo chicken with loaded mashed cauliflower. It's got fewer carbs. That's just a few of the 30-plus health-conscious options to choose from. Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious, healthy, and simple, because let's be honest here, if it's not easy, I'm not going to do it, and if it doesn't taste good, I don't want to eat it. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off, $40 off for their first two orders at Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. All right, so I watched Portland and Toronto. Uh, getting ready for the broadcast. Uh, this I picked Toronto to win the East. Uh, I feel better about that prediction having watched that game. Uh, I really, really like Toronto. Uh, they have Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan who can just go get you buckets. They, they're, they're in town Friday. Tickets are available for that one as well. Uh, they are playing... They played uh, Noguera at the center because Valanchunas and Abaka were out, and they were crazy fast. With Siakam and Darrell Wright, and I love. I think Pirtle's going to be solid. Uh, they were crazy fast. They got up into Portland's space, and when they got into Portland's space, Portland could not get their offense executed and get to the spots they wanted to get to, and everything got discombobulated. They ended up getting one field goal for the entire second quarter, and it happened on a putback by Evan Turner with three seconds left. How about that? Absolutely incredible defense. Uh, The Raptors come in Friday night. Uh, So go tickets are going fast for that one because it's Friday night. So visit utahjazz.com. To get them. Portland, I thought, looked like they did miss Alan Crabb a little bit. The numbers don't back that up. 
Crabb was the second best three point shooter, and it looked as though they were missing someone when either McCollum or Lillard were off the floor. Last year they were plus three when those two were on the floor per hundred possessions, and then minus three when they were off. It it seemed to me like they were missing that at some point in this game, and it turned out that they probably weren't uh, because the numbers show otherwise. Uh, that they that they are not having that problem. They come in as the third ranked offense, seventh ranked defense in the NBA, despite being just four and three. They're really shooting the ball at an incredibly high rate from behind the arc, and really shooting the ball at an incredibly terrible rate around the rim. It's really strange. Portland is last in the NBA at shooting in the restricted area right now, by a large margin. Kind of an unnatural margin, which is little if you're them and you're third in the league offensively and you're 30th around the rim shooting 45% in the restricted area, you you begin to wonder what you might be able to do. Now, they are also second in the league on above-the-break threes at 44%. 44% on above-the-break threes. So I don't know if that's sustainable. Uh, at all. That that might be a little bit too much uh, for them to do. There's some interesting little number matchups and aspects to uh, these two teams. Portland's defense is that they drop their big. That's Terry Stotts plays that. They're a low turnover team. They drop their big. They don't force a lot of turnovers. They drop their big back into the lane and make you try to play over it. Now, the impact of this is that Portland is the number one team in the NBA for the second straight year defending the basket. When I say drop the big, pick and roll comes big instead of coming up to the ball side or drops back. Retreats, Nurkic is huge, so he, he drops back. Von Lake can play tonight, so we'll see how they use him. But they're holding teams to 51% shooting in the restricted area. We're the fourth best at 57. That 52 is probably not sustainable. What's interesting to that, though, is they allow an awful lot of shots in that area. They're 28th in the league, I believe, in shot allowing shots in that area. So that you're going to be able to get to the restricted area. 36% of the shots against them happen in the restricted area. You're, now the question is, can you make them? So Rodney Hood drives in the lane, gets into the, you know, Rodney has actually only taken four shots all year in the restricted area, so he's probably a bad example. But can you get in there? Overall in the paint, these are the two best defensive teams in the league in the paint. The Jazz allow 48.5%. Portland allows 49.3%. Those are the two best defenses in the paint. Portland just allows a lot more shots in the paint than the Jazz do. The the Jazz forced the third most amount of mid-range shots. So the Jazz play similar defense where they protect the paint well, but they're actually keeping you, they're trying to keep you a little bit more in the mid-range. Three-point shooting, what gets interesting, is that the Jazz only allow the teams to take the corner three about 5.9% of the time. 
Portland only allows you to take it about 5.6% of the time, which are two of the top ten best, and they both defend it fabulously. The Jazz are the best in the league at defending the corner three, 9 of 34. Portland's the third best at 9 of 32. So here you have these two teams that defend the paint well, and at the same time defend the corner three. So if you're going to bury them, you bit, you got to get them for the top. That's what Portland's done amazingly this year. The other one that gets interesting here is the Jazz offensively get a lot of corner threes. They, they get the 11th most amount of corner threes. Portland does not. Portland does not take a lot of corner threes. In fact, the Jazz take, actually the Jazz are taking 11% of their corner th- shots as corner threes. That's the most of any team in the NBA. So that's a key part to this game. Can the Jazz get those passes? Portland doesn't throw that swing pass. That That's the play that they don't make. So Jazz Blazers tonight. Tickets available at utahjazz.com. Love to have you available. Tomorrow on Locked on NBA, we'll have the scout for you. Hi, this is Nate Duncan from Locked On's Hollinger and Duncan podcast. Those of you who listen to our show know that I try to take a measured approach. I'm not prone to hyperbole. It really takes something special to get me excited. But with all that said, Theragun is simply one of the best products that I have ever used. I just turned 40. I've always loved to work out, to play basketball when it's safe. And as I got into my 30s, it just wasn't possible to do that anymore the way I wanted to because my body didn't feel right. And Theragun has helped me fix so many of the aches and pains. I tried everything, massages, chiropractors, this at-home device, handheld percussive therapy has worked better than any of those for me. And now the all-new Gen 4 Theragun has a proprietary brushless motor. It's so quiet. It's no louder than an electric toothbrush. And best of all, you can try Theragun risk-free for 30 days. There's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power you need starts at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash locked on, the name of this network right now, and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash locked on. Theragun.com slash locked on. The, uh, the other little notes I have for you, all jazz related. Um, Donovan Mitchell, little kind of two-game trend of, of interest here. He, let's see if I can find this for you. Uh, Donovan, five of his last six at the rim after being six of his previous 17. Ricky Rubio, back-to-back 20-point games. He's only done that twice before in his career. Once was in 2013. He did it March 12th to March 13th. And then he did it March 11th through March 17th last year. He did it for four straight games. Tonight's a real chance for him to do that again. Point guards usually score a lot against the Blazers. Because of that defensive style I talked about. And he's been really good in the mid-range uh, this year. 52%. And that shot will be open to him. He's been good on the corner three. We'll see if he can get that look. Rodney has scored 20 points in three of his last four games. He has only taken four of 61 shots in the restricted area. Joe Ingles, 17 rebounds and nine steals in his last three games. Derek Favors... Double figures in six of seven games. And Derek Favors has used more field goal attempts this year in transition than he did all of last year. More field goal attempts 
than he did all of last year in transition. Crazy, crazy note. All right, I think you should be ready for the game. I hope to have you come out. Tickets are available at utahjazz.com. Love to, love to have you jump aboard and be there and be a part of it. I had a great experience the other night. I um, was sitting in a coffee shop, and uh, there was a woman next to me, and I just said, like, if I gave you – I didn't use my ticket, so I said, if I, if I could give you two tickets, would you uh, be able to go? And you know what? So she goes. She brings her kid. He's 12 or 13. He hasn't gotten to go to a game since he's six. They had just a blast. Loved that. Absolutely loved it. Thought it was just, it was such a cool, um, cool to see that and have them have that experience. Loved it. Neat. Just right time, right right place. Um, all because of a cool Halloween hat, actually. All right, that is Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast so Network. Have a, whoa. Have a have a great John Corrales of Locked On Celtics just kicked himself into my show. Have a great day. Appreciate you tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Rejecting the screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter, so it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov. And I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday, we talk hoops and a little bit of life. On Thursday, we go ISO with a guest. Stories from anyone and everyone who has touched the NBA with tales we promise you've never heard before. Find Rejecting the Screen right now wherever you get podcasts and hit that subscribe button.